All right, thank you guys for checking out the latest uh, latest show. So I kind of wanted to go over why um, why stockbrokers in general are not a necessity anymore. Um, at least if you're a retail investor, and what I mean by a retail investor, I mean the average everyday investor. Um, I think at the end of the day, it's definitely a waste of a waste of money to to have a stockbroker. I mean, they have brokerage accounts, stock, stock brokerage accounts, which make it to where you don't have to have some sleazy guy like myself trying to promote a stock or a bond, something like something of that nature, right? You can actually discover it for yourself by doing a little bit of research. And honestly, who needs a stockbroker when you have Warren Buffett, for instance, now Warren Buffett constantly, I mean, you can check out Warren Buffett's overall portfolio, his personal portfolio, his, his, his buy and hold plays, the companies that he keeps and, and doesn't get rid of. And it's pretty intelligent the way he invests. You know, he doesn't, he doesn't invest in index funds, but he does recommend it for a lot of people. Just because the S and P 500 index has performed on average 10 has returned 10 percent on average. Now there may be years where the S and P 500 is down. This this year the S and P 500 has gone up like 36, 37 percent. I think 40 percent. I haven't checked the stats as uh, as much lately. Um, in fact, you know, let me check the stats now. Let me check out the VOO at least. The VOO is a pretty accurate. Um, indicator of how well the overall S&P 500 is and, and just how, how well the S&P 500 is doing uh, the index itself. And just to let you know, the S&P 500 is an index of 500 of the best companies in the market, which is why I tell everybody, if you're just starting and in investing, sincerely, I mean this, get yourself, <laughs> just get yourself something easy, something simple. Um, what I mean by easy and simple, an S&P 500 index fund, you're diversified across the entire, pretty much not the entire stock market, but the best companies in the stock market in multiple sectors of business. So that level of diversification across all sectors is great. Um, a little later in, in other videos, I do want to talk about being diversified through other asset classes using an index fund as well. You, Vanguard allows you to expose yourself to real estate. Um... I don't know if Vanguard actually allows you to expose yourself to gold. I do know that Spider has the GLD, uh, which is just the Spider Gold Trust, and it's pretty good. In fact, if I was to recommend one and only, um, I would definitely recommend the GLD. You, you are getting... You have to pay a little bit of a higher expense ratio, but it's worth it because you don't have to store the gold yourself. Uh, spider is a spider indexes are very reputable overall and i would recommend it any day of the week 24 7 but yeah definitely a big fan of the spider and, and the s&p 5 the spider s&p 500 one the spy that's a great great i mean the voo and the spy are basically the same thing they move alongside each other pretty well because they're both holding the same stocks that are a part of the s&p 500 so and that's the point. They they track the S and P five hundred overall, and the expense ratio for both of these indexes is pretty freaking nominal, pretty low. So a lot of the money that you put in, you know, is going towards the actual investments themselves, and not the expenses to run the operation. <laughs> it's such a low percentage that 
if you think about it, you're getting one of the best deals ever because pretty much the the funds they they reallocate their um the stocks within the actual portfolio they have over time, but they pretty much keep a lot of them um pretty much the same. I mean, they're just shifting, you know, like some companies do get some not all companies remain in the S&P 500 forever. Some companies end up doing really poorly over time, and then they're just not profitable enough to even be considered a part of the index. And once they're out of the index, then um, then another company will take its place, um, usually a company that's a lot better. Uh, one company that's in the S&P 500, uh, which I don't believe deserves to be there. I mean, as much as I love Tesla, Tesla's the company I'm, I want to talk about. Um Tesla's a great company, but they are extremely overvalued because everybody's been pumping up the stock like crazy. It reminds me of the dot-com bubble a little bit. Like I said, Tesla is a great company with a hell of a vision. I just don't think that they're going to be as profitable as everybody thinks they are. I mean, it, it's insane. I mean, the level of insanity. <laughs> like, Do I believe in this company? Yeah, I love Tesla. I don't believe in it enough to invest in it, though, at this valuation. Um, the P.E. ratio, last time I checked, is insanely high. But I was going to check, by the way, index funds. And this is why you don't need a stockbroker anymore. You really don't. You just need to invest in like something really, really simple, like the Vanguard S&P 500 index or the Spider S&P 500. Um, VOO is the... Uh, is the ticker symbol for the Vanguard one, and SPY SPY is the uh, ticker symbol for the Spider one. Um, yeah, I was gonna check the uh, current S and P five hundred. Yeah, I, I I love the S and P five hundred. I'm I'm a huge fan, a huge nut for the S and P. Um. And I think an index fund is really your best way to go, especially an exchange-traded fund. Uh, that's why I recommend Vanguard S&P 500 ETF. It's the best way to go. It's a little more volatile. I'll admit it's not as... <laughs> it's a little volatile. Quite a bit volatile. But if you're playing for the long-term, volatility doesn't fucking matter. And I mean it when I say volatility does not... Does not even give a lick of a dick. You know... <laughs> So for the for the past year, uh, as of at the time of this recording, um, ooh, the Vanguard S and P five hundred has gone up a whopping thirty seven point one six percent. That's huge, and I, I think a lot of it attributes to yes, there is some growth in the economy, but also a lot of it is attributed to the to the sole fact. That we are, we have become slowly a debtor nation. We are printing way too much money. The Federal Reserve prints far too much money um, than one can even fathom. <laughs> we can never fathom, and it, it's getting it's getting to the point of pure ridiculousness. Um, I would like I would like it if the Federal Reserve stopped printing so much damn money. I would love it, but I don't think that's ever going to happen. Um, you know, I just. I have some faith, but at the same time, like, eventually there has to be a market crash at some point. But the problem is, um, with all the money that's now in circulation, all the money printing, Joe Biden has become far too friendly with the printing press. It's not cool. And sorry, Joe, man, I'm, I, I can't, I can't jump on board with you, bud. 
I can't. Uh, that's why I was never a Joe Biden fan at all because I think he was. I knew he was going to be too friendly with the printing press. The and uh, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, every dollar that you save becomes worth less and less and less because of inflation. The price of everything goes up rapidly. You know, your dollars remains a dollar, but the buying power your dollar has has less power over time. That power depletes over time. That's why I tell everybody assets, assets, and what else? Uh, what's the word? Assets. Get assets, my friends. I mean, that's really uh, what it boils down to is the more assets you have, the better. And um, like I said, stocks, bonds, I still, I'm neutral to bonds. Bonds are still good to have in your portfolio. At least if you're going to be exposed to bonds, here's what I would recommend. I would get the total U.S. bond market. Um, I don't remember the ticker symbol, but it is the Vanguard total uh, U.S. bond market. And also, expose yourself to the Vanguard um, international bond market. Now, I, I think bonds are, and this is an unpopular opinion, but I think bonds are riskier than stocks, depending on where you get the bonds from. But I do believe if you're well diversified across you know, stocks and bonds, because they're two separate asset classes, they are. Um, if you're well diversified, if you have gold, you want to always be exposed to gold at all times. I don't care who the hell you are, expose yourself to gold. Um, because if they're going to keep printing money, gold is probably one of the safest inflation bets just to keep your cash, you know, worth something. <laughs> I'd rather be exposed to gold any day of the week. Um, there was another one. I can't remember quite, I can't quite remember what it was, but it was the, um, I mean, for me, my protection in the stock market is just betting against the UVXY by getting put options, and then just me buying the UVXY as it slowly dips into those put options, just a little bit of stock here and there, just so that way I can remain protected, uh, just in case a market fallout, a market crash happens. Uh, I think one thing that people underestimate is the possibility of a market crash. Um, you know, the closer we get to... Um, there's something I was going to say. I am just my brain is off <laughs> um, but what I really want to just talk about is very very simple we, we do I think we underestimate infl we've underestimated inflation like crazy um, we you need to be exposed to assets and I say I know I say I sound like a broken record at this point I say this in every single video but you gotta you know I mean it you gotta be exposed to as many different assets as you possibly can if you I mean you really like I can't, I can't prescribe it even more. I can't describe it even more. Like it's get exposed to assets. It's just, it's just the right thing to do, you know. And, uh, yeah, but I got to admit, you know, when it comes to, you, you know, when it comes to overall, like just, just the entire monetary system, I think is fucked. You want to know the truth? I think the Federal Reserve has fucked it. Um. They're printing too much money. They're, they're breaking the cardinal rule of economics, of, of capitalism. Governments should not print money. And, and, and I know that they constantly say it's quantitative easing, and I say that in quotations, quantitative easing. But it's not. In fact, you're not easing anything. It, it should be called long-term capitalism de detrimental to capitalism. I don't know, but... Um, yeah. It's extremely frustrating. And, 
anyway, so yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I just don't have that much faith at this point in, um, in the Fed. In fact, everything I do is basically a bet against the Fed, and I can't believe I just forgot. I forgot to mention Bitcoin and different exposing yourself to crypto in general is always a good bet. Um, with everything going on, man, it, it's getting a little too insane, and I'm constantly, like I said, I'm always betting against the, uh, the Fed. Um, just by having crypto, I think you're betting against the Fed. I, I do believe the Fed is super incompetent and they're lying um, about how much money they're printing. <laughs> it's just getting bad. And they're buying junk bonds and junk stocks. They're buying treasuries. It's just bad. It's really bad, dude. They're inflating their own bullshit. They're creating a high, they're creating a bigger bubble than ever. And we are in the biggest bubble of all time. And it is the everything bubble. Eventually, everything's going to crash and correct. Uh, everything's overvalued. And I think, um, We've overstepped our bounds. <clears throat> but it is kind of cool seeing the uh, S&P 500 so high up because I know that when it does crash, it's going to crash really freaking hard. And I am curious to see how hard the crash will be. Um, at this point, don't know how hard the crash is going to be, but it will be interesting to watch. Um, not too fearful of it. I just, I just know that these things happen. <laughs> and uh, what's going to happen, we don't know. But I will say, uh, still bet against the UVXY because uh, stocks are still the safest bet against inflation. So people are definitely piling into stocks. Um, uh, I still think real estate's a good one. Um, real estate and gold, they're really your best inflation. One of your... Uh, I still like stocks are number one, but I still think the better alternative. If you, don't like being, if you don't like being in stocks, if you really hate the volatility so much... Um, Honestly, if you have an S&P 500 index fund, you don't have to worry that much about volatility, and you can still buy in the dip, so don't be a baby about it. But if you are a baby about volatility of any kind, even slight volatility, uh, gold isn't too bad. Uh, real estate's not bad. Silver's great. Um, I don't know. Crypto's good. I, I, I still think crypto's a decent hedge against inflation. I think people are taking decentralized digital currency a lot. Uh, they're they're taking it a lot more seriously than they are taking um than they're taking anything else. So, I would rather hold on to crypto than hold on to dollars. That's the truth. I hold on to crypto on purpose because I don't trust the monetary system. Now, I do get my initial principal back though when the cryptos I bet on go up like crazy, and I'll just you know get the chunk of change I need to get my initial principal, and then at that point I'm playing with house money, which is like a okay at that point. Um, but yeah, I just don't trust it at all. <laughs> Don't trust any of it, but I, I am I am fascinated. I am curious to see what else will happen. Um, yeah, I just I don't know. It's it's fun though. Anyway, I want to thank you guys for taking the time to watch this. Uh, stay safe, stay sexy, stay healthy, and have an incredible rest of the day. Later.